You're listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 157, the solo series. Let me ask you a simple question. How many times have you said to yourself, it is time for me to build this business. I know I have the talent, the gifts. I know this is meant for me. I really just need to go ahead and build this business. How many times have you said that to yourself? But then the the fear sets in, the self-doubt surfaces, and before long, you're back to playing it safe and doing nothing about your business. If you've been waiting for the right time, guess what? It's time to stop waiting. If you've been wanting to start a business, but you keep getting held up by fear, it's time to stop getting in your own way. If you've been self-sabotaging your business success, like we all do at the beginning before we've started to build our businesses, it's finally time to overcome that. You know something? At this very moment, you have the power to take a deep breath, overcome your fear, and finally do the work, the amazing work of building your business dream. So now the question becomes, well, what's it going to take? Watch my free training and learn the five mental shifts that you need to make to overcome self-sabotage and finally build your business. Are you ready to be ready to live your life's calling? All you have to do is say yes and watch my free training. You can watch that free training at tinyurl.com forward slash fear to action webinar. Again, that's tinyurl.com fear to action webinar. And remember, you don't have to feel ready at this very moment. You don't have to have everything lined up and ready to go. You simply have to say, yes, I am willing to take the next step afraid. Watch the training tinyurl.com forward slash fear to action webinar. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley with you here. Episode 157. Uh, this is another off the cuff episode. You know, some episodes I, I think about outline script a little bit, put the major points that I want to talk about. And some episodes they come to me uh, when I work out, they come to me when I meditate, they come to me at different points in time. And I just know that those episodes need to be spoken into existence. And this is one of those episodes. And the message came to me very clearly. It's actually been coming to me for a week or so. But this morning, as I was doing chest and delts, it really hit home with me. And I am hoping it's my intention that this episode hits home with you, that you have been asking certain questions and thinking about your business in new ways and looking for new directions. And this helps to solidify for you what your higher self already knows, which your inner badass, since I am the inner badass business coach, what your inner badass knows you need to do next in your business. And so often we are looking at our businesses, whether we're just starting or we're in the middle or we're revamping and completely redesigning the business. Oftentimes we're looking for the why and the what, right? We're always looking for how, and not even the why and the what, I think it's the how that we get hung up on where, how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to make this happen? Or how am I going to, you know, we sit in the how and really there's power in stepping away, even from the why, even from the what, and especially from the how, there's power in stepping away from that and saying, 
what lens am I looking through? What lens am I looking through? Because, because the why, the what, and the how don't matter if you're looking at your entire business or your life or a combination of both through the wrong lens. If the lens is wrong, what you see will be altered. What you do about what you see will be incorrect and then it will not produce good fruit. And so in today's off the cuff, she runs a show episode. I want to hit home on a very important message that I got for myself specifically as it relates to my business. And here's the message. Forget about what you see. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Here's the thing that most people don't understand. If you look for certain things, you are guaranteed to find them. So if you're looking to be offended, guaranteed you're going to, you're going to, you're going to come across somebody somewhere who's going to offend you. If you're looking to feel happy and joyful, you're going to find anything and everything that will move you in the direction of joy. If you're looking to be depressed, let me tell you what, Spotify, I've even got a sad playlist. Spotify has all the sad songs that you would ever want. If you want to feel depressed, you could go on Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, wherever, and you could get there in a heartbeat in 10 seconds of a song. So, When you think about the things that are happening or not happening in your business, when you think about feeling stuck or feeling as if nothing is moving or feeling as if you don't know which is the right direction to go in with your business, I want you to remember this, this, this point. Forget about what you see. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Are you looking for the solution or are you focused on the problem? Are you looking for all the things that are working in your business right now? Or are you laser focused on the one to two things that are not working? Are you looking for the people and the situations and the experiences that allow you to have a bigger platform to share your gifts with the world? Or are you looking at how little an impact you're having right now? How little a platform you have right now? Forget about what you see. What are you looking for? Now, let me go a little bit deeper on this because um, one of the things that I love to do in my daily dose of inspiration email is I love to share with my email list on a daily basis what I'm experiencing, what I'm going through, what I'm thinking about. But also, I like to close out every email with the lessons learned. What did I learn from, you know, I wrote one email about going to the local Chinese food restaurant. I wrote another email about my first horseback riding lesson. Now, if you want to send it for the daily dose, you can get my daily emails at tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. They are inspiring, they're motivational, but more importantly, uh, they help you to get clear on the fact that we are all just walking each other home, as Rumi said. So you can sign up for the daily dose at tinyurl.com forward slash KV daily dose. But I digress. So this whole idea of forget about what you see, what are you looking for? I wrote a book called Find Your Fire. It is probably of the 15 books that I've written. And again, you can check those books out on Amazon, overcomingfearbooks.com. It will take you right to Amazon. You can see all the books that I've written. But I think Find Your Fire is my favorite book of all the ones that I've written so far. I'm working on a new one, but so far I love Find Your Fire. And the to- and the complete title of the book is Find Your Fire, A Guide to Rebuilding Your Confidence, Rediscovering Your Power, and Expanding Your Courage Daily. And I really think I should read this book. I can't wait to get it on Audible. 
and record it because I need to hear this book all the time myself. And so a part of what we're talking about in today's episode, forget about what you see, what are you looking for, comes from chapter two and find your fire. And I want to read to you the first page of chapter two, because you're going to get immediately where I'm going with this. So chapter two is called Stop Looking For It. Right. So you're going, what, what are we talking about? I thought you said, forget about what you see. What are you looking for? Well, in find your fire, overcomingfreebooks.com, chapter two is called stop looking for it. And so here's, I want to read to you this and then we're going to go seriously deep on this. So in chapter two, I give a Brene Brown quote from her book, Braving the Wilderness. And here's the quote. Don't walk through the world looking for evidence that you don't belong because you'll always find it. Don't walk through the world looking for evidence that you're not enough because you'll always find it. Our worth and our belonging are not negotiated with other people. We carry those inside of our hearts. For me, I know who I am. I'm clear about that. And I'm not going to negotiate that with you. I will negotiate maybe even a topic with you, but I'm not going to negotiate who I am with you because then I may fit in for you, but I no longer belong to myself. And that is a betrayal I am not willing to do anymore. I'm not willing to betray myself anymore to fit in with you. And that actually is a quote that Brene Brown gave when she was on an interview with Marie Forleo on Marie Forleo TV. It's so parts of it's from the book, but that came straight from that interview. And you can always check out marieforleo.com and, and go to Marie TV and you'll see that interview. It's pretty powerful. But I want to read the quote again because chapter two is called Stop Looking For It. So Brene in an interview said, Don't walk through the world looking for evidence that you don't belong because you'll always find it. Don't walk through the world looking for evidence that you're not enough because you'll always find it. Our worth and our belonging are not negotiated with other people. We carry those inside of our hearts. For me, I know who I am. I'm clear about that and I'm not going to negotiate that with you. I will negotiate maybe even a topic with you, but I'm not going to negotiate who I am with you because then I may fit in for you, but I no longer belong to myself. And that is a betrayal I am not willing to do anymore. I'm not willing to betray myself anymore to fit in with you. Now, those are the words of Brene Brown. Let me read to you what I wrote as I started out chapter two, because I really want you to think about this as it relates to the topic of today's episode. So I go in chapter two, and again, chapter two is called Stop Looking For It. And here's what I say. The above quote came from a Brene Brown interview she did with Marie Forleo, and it changed my life. After realizing that I'd spent over 30 years seeking myself in people, places, and things that could not provide it, I was now faced with a new challenging journey, rediscovering who I really am. And that journey is ongoing. I haven't arrived yet, nor do I expect to in this lifetime. What I do know is this, I've stopped looking for myself in all the wrong places, My inner fire is an inner resource. So is yours. It's tempting when the fire has been out for years to want to search for it in other people, in big titles and in material objects that will never provide the power. They comfort. They can even persuade. But the fire we keep looking for is nowhere to be found on the outside of us. It's time to approach this in a different way. Stop looking for your fire on the outside. If the flames aren't burning, you've got to find a way to light yourself from within. In As a Man Thinketh, James Allen said it best, we are what we think we are. That line sparked a deeper question within me. Who do I think I am? 
Am I a woman who's stuck, trapped, weak, powerless, afraid, lonely, bitter, and without faith that tomorrow can be better than today? Or am I, as Barbara Taylor Bradford titled her book, a woman of substance, of strength, of power, of certainty, a woman whose confidence is met by her humility, a woman who sees no loss, embraces the obstacles, adores the challenges, and easily wipes away criticism and blame with a brush of the shoulder. Who am I choosing to be in this very moment? Who will I choose to become in the next? When we stop looking for reasons why we are not who we want to be, and we commit to becoming the ones who we know we were born to become, life changes. Now, rather than focusing on the current temporary experience that is weighing us down, we're taking hold of the transformative journey that has the potential to lift us up. The stuckness is replaced by creativity. The not knowing is filled with trusting. Now the circumstances, the circumstance moves into its proper place. We are buffeted by circum, and this is a James Allen quote. So let me go into a few quotes that, that I mentioned in this chapter. So this is James Allen, as a man thinketh. We are buffeted by circumstances so long as we believe ourselves to be the creature of outside conditions. But when we realize that we are a creative power and that we command the hidden soil and seeds of our being out of which circumstances arise, we then become the rightful masters of ourselves. That is James Allen, as a man thinketh. I want to say it again. It's super deep and we're going to go there in a minute, but I want you to hear this a second time because James Allen just breaks so much down and, and we're going to go deeper in a second. So this is as a man thinketh. We are buffeted by circumstances so long as we believe ourselves to be the creature of outside conditions. But when we realize that we are a creative power and that we command the hidden soil and seeds of our being out of which circumstances arise, we then become the rightful masters of ourselves. Now, here's Epictetus, even before, long before James Allen. Here's what Epictetus had to say, philosopher. Circumstances do not make the man. They reveal him to himself. And I go on in chapter two to say, to find my fire, the first thing I had to do was this, stop giving power to my circumstances. I had to give up all of the excuses. I had to take full ownership of the fact that I am where I am because I have chosen to be here. Every choice, every step, every decision, and every inaction has brought me here. Owning the fullness of my life in this very moment is the match that restarts the fire. Step one to finding your fire, own everything. Now, let me read that last paragraph that I wrote, because this is where we're going in today's She Runs a Show episode. I had to give up all of the excuses. I had to take full ownership of the fact that I am where I am because I have chosen to be here. Every choice, every step, every decision, and every inaction has brought me here. Owning the fullness of my life in this very moment is the match that restarts the fire. Step one to finding your fire. Own everything. Now, that's Find Your Fire. It is a powerful book. In fact, just reading it again reminds me that A, I need to get it on Audible, and B, I need to read it again just for myself because I still have tons of work to do in this arena. What we're talking about in today's episode is forget about what you see. What are you looking for? And this is where I want to get to. What are you looking for? Because see, a big piece of it is, are you the victim of your life or are you the champion in your life? 
that's a really, there are different lenses to that. Are you the victim or are you the champion? Because the lens through which you're looking at all of the circumstances of your life is going to look totally different depending on who you're choosing to be today. And so when I talk about the fact that the first thing I have had to do and continue to do, this is lifetime work we're talking about, to find my fire, to keep my fire, to relight my fire every time it goes out. Because when you're finding your fire, guess what? There are going to be situations and circumstances and days when your fire gets put out and squashed and you got to relight that sucker. And the first thing that I know I always have to come back to when I need to find my fire, light my fire, is I've got to stop giving power to my circumstances. So when I say to you, um, forget about what you see. What are you looking for? That's exactly what I'm talking about. What is the lens through which you're looking at your business? You know, I've had some discouraging days lately and, and I, and I always find that when I'm having discouraging days in business, it's because the lens that I'm looking through is the lens of the victim. It's the lens of not enoughness. It's the lens of not deserving unworthiness. I, I can always feel when I am looking at my business or at my life through the wrong lens just by the way that I feel in that life, in that business moment. And so it's not about what you see. It's about what are you looking for? And so if you're in a point in your business or in your life, I mean, share this episode with people you know who are in a discouraged season. You know, they're just feeling like things are not working and they're trying and they're doing and nothing's happening. What is the lens that you're looking through? See, so many people are like, but I've got all these problems and I need to fix them so I can feel better. That's actually not how it works. I wish it worked that way because I naturally think that way too. I wish it worked like, let me fix all the problems and then I'll feel better. It never goes that way. Here's how it works. I choose to feel better now by changing the lens through which I'm looking at all of the problems in my life. I choose to focus on what's working. I choose to see the abundance that's around me. You know, I was working out this morning. And I have not been able to, to get myself to be consistent with my workouts for many, many reasons. All excuses. We won't even go there. But I had this moment this morning. It was such a great workout because I was, I worked, I woke up late. So if you've listened to Sharon's show enough, you know, I like to wake up at four o'clock in the morning. So when I wake up at 630, it's a problem. But <laughs> this morning at 630, I woke up and I said, I'm going to work out. That's the most important thing to me. I'm going to lift weights. And as I'm lifting weights and as I'm doing my workout and I did body combat, which I haven't done body combat in at least, I'd say a month at this point, you know, I was just noticing in my workout all of the abundance that's around me. Do you know, I remember a time when I lived in Connecticut and the only way I could do a body combat class was by driving 20 to 30 minutes away from my house to go to an actual gym. They only offered it two times a week. I had to bring my baby and put them in the baby daycare. I remember a time when, when the only way that I could access body combat was to inconvenience my life and to be away from my baby to do body combat. And I had this moment this morning where I was like, isn't it so abundant that not only do I have a pretty darn cheap every month, Les Mills um, membership, and I'm not a sponsor for Les Mills, but one day maybe I will be, who knows, um, a Les Mills membership that's dirt cheap every single month. And I have unlimited access, not just to body combat, but like all the body Les Mills stuff. 
And I can do a 31-minute workout, which I did this morning, or I can do the full version, the 55-minute workout, and there's always new ones coming up, and I've got so many to choose from. I've got a Peloton bike sitting in my office, and I can do spin class, and I don't have to worry about driving in the snow in the winter or, you know, getting a bike. You know, I used to when I lived in Provo, I used to stress about, okay, am I going to get the bike that I want? I don't have to worry about that anymore. This is an abundant life. And so I'm sitting here lifting weights and working out and I'm just noticing all of the abundance that is going on everywhere in my life. And I realized, this is where today's episode came from. I realized in the moment that I was noticing all of the abundant things, how good I felt in that. Now keep in mind, nothing in the moment as I'm doing chest and delts changed about my business. Nothing in the moment as I'm, you know, doing overhead delt presses was changing about, you know, uh, my initiatives and the different, none of that mattered in that moment. I felt absolutely joyful because A, I was taking care of my body and doing what I love to do, which is lift weights. And B, I was just noticing, I was looking through the lens of abundance and joy and power and strength, the champion lens. And I was just noticing how many great things were going on in my life at this moment. And nothing about my business changed, but I changed. And so if you're in a moment where you feel kind of stuck in your business or you feel like you don't know what to do next or you feel like you're doing all of this work and and the fruit is not coming fast enough, I would ask you to forget about what you see and to look at what lens you're looking at your entire life through and then really ask yourself, what am I looking for? Am I looking for the good things? Am I looking for the things to appreciate? Am I looking for the blessings of former clients and new clients and upcoming clients? And, you know, like I think about it, I I am at almost full capacity with my one-on-one clients. I take five clients total. I'm at four. I've got four amazing clients, one spot open. That's it. There was a time when I had no clients. So I want you to really think about it. What are you looking for? Because what you look for will in large part determine what you see and what you find. It's not what you're seeing that's the issue. It's the lens through which you're looking at your life and business. And so the bottom line is this. This is a short episode. Rarely can I deliver a short episode. Boom, boom, boom. I love that. Um, James Allen was right in As a Man Thinketh when he said, We are what we think we are. We are what we think we are. You are what you think you are, but what you think you are is always going to be a reflection of the lens through which you're looking at your life and business. So who do you think you are and where are you placing your value? And is it all coming from inside of you? Because it has to come from inside of you. The externals are going to shift all the time. The circumstances are going to change all the time. Remember what Epictetus said, circumstances do not make the man, they reveal him to himself self. You know why circumstances don't make the man? Do you know why circumstances reveal him to himself? Because the lens through which you're looking at the circumstance will determine what you do about the circumstance, which will determine your result. Boom, there it is. Do you get how that works? It's not the circumstance that's at issue. It's you. How are you looking at it? How are you seeing it? Where's the gratitude for it? What lens are you putting on? It is not the circumstance that makes the man. The circumstance is simply your opportunity to decide what lens you're going to put on. And if you continually put on the victim lens, that is showing you who you are because we are what we think we are. 
We are what we think we are. If you think you're a victim, that is how you're going to live. That's how you're going to decide. That's how you're going to run your business. That's how you're going to live your life. But if you go in any situation, I am the most powerful element in the situation. If you truly believe that, and it takes a little time to get there, but if you truly get to where you go, I am, oh my goodness, I need to find my quote. There's this powerful quote. I know I've read it here before on She Runs the Show, but it, it really talks about Oh, I'll be so blessed if I can, if it's here. It's not here. But I will say this in, in one lump something. Basically, what this quote says is, I am the decisive element. I, I'll have to get it and do it on another episode. I am the decisive element. You are the decisive element. If you go into every life situation and you go, I change the weather by my energy. I, I literally... How I respond to everything in my life determines my entire experience in my life. Other people can be throwing a fit and other people can have attitude, but none of their attitude impacts me. If I come into it thinking, believing, knowing that I am, I am the decisive element in my life. See, there's something powerful when you get to the place where you go, I am the decisive element. Nobody controls how I get to feel today, but me. So you can bring all your nonsense to the table that you want. You can bring all the drama to the table that you want. This situation can blow up in my face. That situation, will, but at the end of the day, can I, can I just get this down to the bottom of it? I am the decisive element. I am the decisive element. You are the decisive element. But here's the thing. You got to stop giving power to your circumstances. You've got to consciously, vigilantly say, what lens am I looking at this through? Uh, let me give you a little sign. When you're feeling bad about your life and business, more than likely, you are looking at it through the lens of the victim. Just going to tell you, blanket statement. More than likely, if, if you're feeling bad about how things are going in your life and business, you're looking at it through victim's eyes and that's not going to serve you. That is going to reveal to you more of being a victim and you don't need that in your life. When you notice that you're feeling bad about a situation, like you can't control it, you can't change it. There's nothing that's moving. Listen, I'm doing a whole other episode on this whole thing about long game. There may be situations that you have to chip away at for years until they do a big move. But you will not have the stamina to chip away at it for years to get to the big move if the lens you're looking through all of it with is the victim because the victim will give up every single turn of the way. The champion goes, it doesn't matter how hard this is right now. It doesn't matter how long I have to be here. I'm going to keep doing the work because I am the decisive element. And at the end of the day, everything will bend to my will because I'm not leaving until I get it. Do you see how different the inner badass is? How different the champion is? The champion will not bend to the elements. The champion will not give in to the temporary defeat of the current temporary circumstance. The champion says, I know that I know that I know that I'm not leaving until I win. So I'm just going to chip away. I'm not going to pay attention to how long it's taking. I'm, I'm going to give whole mind and present action. I am doing this thing. And the champion thrives in knowing that no matter how hard it gets, it does not let up. The victim does not do that. The victim goes, look at this. This is horrible. Nothing's working. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. It seems like nothing's happening. I've been doing Victim or champion, you can't be both at the same time. You can't. And the one that is the most consistent over a long period of time is the one that you are. 
So even if you can do the champion and the inner badass for 30% of your year, but you spend 70% of your year in victim, guess what you're producing by the end of that year? Victim stuff. Victim stuff, not champion stuff. This is why this is daily work. This is why finding your fire is not a one and done thing. This is why when I say I had to give up all of my excuses and when I say every choice, every step, every decision and boom, let's drop the mic. I need to do a whole episode on this. Every inaction has brought me to where I am. People think inaction is neutral when you don't make a decision, when you don't take an act. This is a whole other She Runs a Show episode. I'm going to talk about inaction. Inaction is a powerful shifter of circumstances. And most people don't realize how negatively you not taking action proactively and you sitting in action and sitting on the fence, how much it actually damages your life and business. It is a, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, inaction is a killer. It's a silent killer if you're not careful. Uh, there's time, there's a time to be still. Uh, and there is a, a time to, um, sit still and they're different. I know I've done a podcast episode on the difference between sitting still and being still. It's, it's way old, but, but I've done one on it. And at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you inaction is a killer, especially in business. And you don't want to be on the fence about stuff. It is way better to make a decision and fall flat on your face and fail and pivot than it is to sit and go, Oh, I don't know what I want to do. Let me think about it. Let me, let me research. No, no, no. You don't need research. You need experience. You need experience. All right, everybody. That's what I wanted to talk about today. I'm, I'm just saying the lens. Forget about whether it's problem or solution. Forget about what, you know, what's going on. Why is it not working? Forget all those questions. Forget about what you see. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of She Runs a Show. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes. It is tinyurl.com forward slash She Runs a Show podcast. That will take you right to where it is on iTunes. And share this episode with somebody you know really needs to hear it. Share it with three people. There are lots of people that, whether they're entrepreneurs or not, they need to hear this kind of message. They need to be reminded that it's time for them to find their fire. And you can, you know, download your copy of Find Your Fire on Amazon at overcomingfearbucks.com. All right, everybody, I will talk to you on the next episode. <laughs> I kind of messed that up. I will talk to you in the next episode of She Runs the Show.